Carmela, I think of all the foods out there, seafood is your top choice. Is that correct? Oh, for sure. Whew. Okay, well, good. I'm glad good I got job. that nice one right. Job, okay. Honey. So when you think about pairing seafood and wine, the obvious choice is what? Well, I always choose white wine. Now that's good. And that's right. But do you want to find out why that is true? I do. I do. Well, then let's do it. Woo! Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of a reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmilla. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. All right, a quick orientation for those of you who may be new to the podcast. In each episode, we learn about and we taste and we review three wines that are reasonably priced, which means... Under $20. That's right, and should be easy for you to find, and our goal is to have some fun and to learn about some new wines and talk about wines in a way that regularly people like us who aren't so bright can understand. Wow, wait a minute. I didn't approve that one. Okay, okay. And we're proud to say that we are officially... I am not very bright. Okay, and we are proud to say that we are officially recommended by the editors of Decanter Magazine who call us fun, irreverent, chatty, and entertaining. All right. Yay. Okay, well, Carmela, after a week's break, we are back. We are back in action. Woohoo! And some of you may not have quite noticed that we are on hiatus because we did release a mini-sode last week. We did, and it was a great one. Mm-hmm. I remember it. It was so great. It was so good. And we the, got to taste chocolate. That mm, was the best mm, part. Mm, mm. Chocolate, chocolate. And the oh. truth is, we just released those mini suds during weeks when we're out of town or not able to do a fod a podcast or able to do a full <laughs> it's podcast. A new thing. It's called for a whatever reason. Fodcast. A podcast. Okay, <laughs> but because you were so sad, Carmela, yeah. that we didn't do an episode last week, you were like, "Can we crying. please do one?" I was please and she's crying right now. We are back, <laughs> and we are focusing on something that you will like, Carmela, which we've already talked about, and it's pairing wine. With fish. Wow. Are you mm-hmm. just trying to appease me this time? Honey, like, my whole life is trying to appease oh you. God. It's not even really, this time. It's hard all to, the time. I'm really hard to, pl- to please, too, <sighs> or appease. If you only, only have knew. Wow. Okay. Am, I, am I that difficult? You are. Oh, okay. Sorry. So we're lining up this episode with the fish-eating season <laughs> that is upon wow. us. And I call that Lent. Some oh, call that true. Lent, right? I was just about to say, I don't know. Fresh fish is usually more plentiful in the summer. Right. But then I'm realizing now why you're choosing this. You're so, so smart. No, so, you're smart. And I know we talked about this in an episode last year. In fact, it was episode 23, if any of ah. you are interested. And we even tried to pair wine with a filet fish from McDonald's. I remember yeah. I mean, they're good. Yeah, they are good. And they we and we, and we did it with a white Bordeaux, which was really fun. Oh. Um, but in last year, we got into the whole Lent thing a little late. We were a little late to the party, was getting close to Easter. And so I said, this year, we're going to get ahead of it. And we're going to talk about wines that pair well with fish. And as an added bonus, Carmelo, we are going to pull some wines right out of our wine cellar. That's what I really our wine closet. <gasps> mm-hmm. And clear it out a little bit, which I think will make Wait, you happy. Wait, how much are we drinking? About 57 bottles. No, wow. it's only three. But look, every little bit helps. Just, no, what it does is just opens up space for new ones. That's, That's right. really no. what it does. You're she, like, oh, I have a delivery coming me in. Out. Finally, after all these years, she finally figured me out. Okay, (laughs) Not that smart. All right. So many of you out there in listening land may be wondering why we are talking about Lent and fish. And here's the scoop. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Carmela and I, as those of you who may have listened to us for a while, know we are Italian-American. And like many Italian-Americans, we were raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. And for Catholics, Lent is kind of a big deal. For sure. And you've probably heard about Mardi Gras, which, you know, as we record this is coming up. But, you know... 
by the time you listen to it, it might be gone, which is a big celebration we hear, uh, you know, that happens in New Orleans. And it's a a big party associated with Fat Tuesday. And Mm -hmm. Fat Tuesday is the Mm -hmm. day before Ash Wednesday. And Ash Wednesday is the start of Lent. And Lent is the season in the Catholic. Of uh, sacrifice. Yeah. And many Christian calendars that leads up to Easter. And Easter is somehow also related to the Jewish holiday of Passover. Because after all, the Last Supper was a Passover meal that Jesus and his disciples observed. Wow. But that's a total digression. Much. Yeah, it is. So let's get back to Lent. Let's just get back to Lent. And the wine. Let's get back to the wine. Okay, good. (laughs) So now Lent is a season in the Catholic tradition where you abstain and fast and give up something. And sacrifice. Right, right. It's sort of a penance or a sacrifice Mm. in preparation for Easter Mm -hmm. as a way to make it something maybe you look forward to, right? Like, so you're you're sacrificing a little bit, but you're also, you know, making it something you look forward to. And in the season of Lent, every Friday is a day of abstinence. And what does abstinence mean for a good Catholic? Oh, it's so terrible. It means that you cannot have any type of meat. That's right. No it's meat. So, no it's flesh. It's so challenging I know. For, for you, it's I super just, hard. You know, she, I crave that yeah. red It's super easy for Carmela, and it's actually super hard for me. So we eat a lot of fish in Lent because Mm -hmm. for some reason fish is not considered meat, even though it has flesh. I don't understand, but what are you going to do? But you would have, let's go back, you would have an egg. No, we're not talking about (laughs) eggs. We're talking about fish and wine. We're talking about fish and wine. Okay, Okay? well. So that's how we got here, though. Lent, fish, wine. Eggs. Okay. Not eggs. No eggs. And then I did learn about this on the interwebs, but you know that about a quarter of Americans observe Lent in some form. And so it's not like it's a foreign thing. Like Hmm. it's not like nobody, there's like three people in the, in the world or in the country that do it. Right. That would not be a lot of people. And here is a, an an in fact, in fact, Carmela, did you know this? That Hmm. McDonald's Filet-O-Fish was actually invented because of Catholics. Okay. I did not know that, but that I, that just is, it makes such sense. You want a little story about it? I would love to okay, hear this Okay, here's story. a little story about it. Uh, and, I thought and, it was actually created for me specifically. No, but. kind of, or my mom. Right, who, right. Who's like, oh, that's her favorite. Like two peas in a pod. I think you guys are the only people that actually. Seat. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Uh, in the past, in the in the in the early days, wow, it wasn't just Fridays and Lent, but every Friday Catholics didn't eat meat, right. and then it switched to Lent because you know we you know we got we were all like oh god it's too hard people stuff. can't that's right. yeah that's right and so <laughs> too much sacrifice and so what happened was there was a guy named Lou Groen and he owned a oh. McDonald's restaurant in Cincinnati. And his clientele was overwhelmingly Catholic. It was like 85% Catholic. And so on Fridays, his burger sales would plummet oh. because all the Catholics were like, I can't eat a burger on Friday. For sure. And so he needed to find a, sol- a solution. So in 1962, he invented the filet of fish Oh, my goodness. Now, here's what's really interesting. He brought it to McDonald's headquarters, but Ray Kroc, who at the time, you know, he was the, like, the guy who, like... Bought McDonald's was like the big McDonald's guy for a long time. There's a movie about it, whatever. Mm. Ray Kroc was also thinking of a meat-free burger, but his was a hula burger. It was, I'm not kidding, a slice of pineapple in between two buns. No, yes, buddy. It was. And so they had a bet. They you made a bet. Lou won out. Lou, well, he, they made a bet. Okay. They made a bet. And this is what happened. They would put, they put Lou's fish sandwich on the menu and a hula burger, because he called it the There's hula no burger. There's protein in that anyway. That's not a good... Okay, sorry. Fine, but it's fine. Ray okay. Kroc thought he had a great idea, and this was the McDonald's guy, right? And okay. and they so they put them both on the menu, and Ray Kroc said, whichever one sells the most wins. And it was like a blowout. Oh, I can't like, even. It was a blowout. I cannot. Who would order a pineapple burger? That's a, I was just going to ask, would you ever order a pineapple burger? Only if it had fish on it. 
or like something else with it. I just don't think a fish in the no. I'm just a saying hula burger would be very sure, good. Sure, sure. I you just can't have pineapple though. That's weird. I well, just pineapple in between two buns is no, just odd. That no. doesn't seem like very appetizing. No. That's... So we're not surprised the fillet of fish won. Good job. But look, Carmela, mm-hmm. enough about fillet of fish. We're going to talk about wines that go great with fish, and if you're into it, Lent. But first. You must do our shameless plug. That's right. So first, a big thank you to you out there who are listening to us. And we would love it if you would support our podcast by subscribing, which is free. It's a free thing to do. Mm. And we want to give a huge shout out of thanks to all of you who have already subscribed. And we appreciate you so much. And another great way to support us for free is to leave a nice rating and review on our website or an Apple podcast or any other podcast service that allows you to leave a rating and review so we can continue to grow our listeners. How about that? I love it. Anything you willing to do we'll take it for sure and you can follow us or reach out to us on instagram at the wine pair podcast or on counter social and we're on the fountain app and you can contact us on our website thewinepairpodcast.com and we really do love hearing from you and as we do every week carmela we'll tell you someone we think you should tell about the wine pair podcast and this week we want you to tell anyone who either likes a good fillet of fish or a fish witch uh, or like my dear mama who is someone you think is a very good Catholic. Because that's how my mom judges people. There's kind of like two people in the world. There's everybody and very good Catholics. Right, right. And if you are Catholic and a very good one, she will make sure to tell the rest of the world. Yes. And he's a very good Catholic. But you know what defines being a very good Catholic? Going to church. Going to church. Every Sunday. I I think there's no other... No, right. Like, it's just that. That's the determinant. Like, do you go to church on Sunday? You can do... You can, like, you know... You could be a terrible person. Right, right. But if you You go to church every Sunday, you are a very good Catholic. I was coming up with all these things that makes you a bad person but then i was like i'm not gonna say matter. that it doesn't matter <laughs> no you don't you don't have to go down that like, path. right right that's dark, dark. it is yeah. it is and my mom wouldn't like that anyway no, she wouldn't no. approve she it she just wants to know if you go to church and then you're and like, then she'll love you you're in you're you in. are in you are in mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about why white wine is considered to be such a great pairing for fish and seafood and just to be clear when we say Fish on Fridays in Lent, the truth is we're talking about any seafood, mm-hmm. okay? It's just Not no just meat. Not just a fried piece of fish between Two a buns, that's right. And no land animals. No land animals, right? No, that's it. no. Okay, so any thoughts, Carmela, on why white wines are a good choice for fish? Well, I mean, fish can be delicate. Yes. And so you want, you don't want something that's going to overpower that's it. That's right. You want something that's going to complement the fish, right? That's totally right. Fish, that's right? totally right. Yeah, you, because... White wines tend to be a little bit lighter bodied, a little bit lighter flavored. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, although there can be heavier bodied white wines, like an oak chardonnay, in general, white wines are a nice compliment because you're right. Fish is a delicate Balances flavored a food. Bit. Yeah. And you yeah. don't want to overpower it. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts? Um. Okay. What was the question again? <laughs> What's the whole you, point of this podcast today? Why is white Why wine, wine a good okay, pairing good with fish? Good point. Yeah. So um, oftentimes I think too that white wines are more acidic. Or we like <sighs> to drink a lot of acidic white wines. You are spot Am on. on and uh, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, she's not looking at the show notes because I don't share them with her no. ever. See, that's we why they know. That's thing. why they know that typically I'm not very smart because I'm always like no, all over the board. It's not about but today, smart. It's just because no, I. No, my no go-to notes. is drinking white wine and eating fish. <laughs> yeah, so they happen to know what I like. But acidic is totally right because acidic wines tend to cleanse the palate, mm-hmm. and and that's mm-hmm. good. It's like it clears off the tongue, and you clear out your mouth a little bit, and it's good. It's right. it's and you can space for the fish, a nice flaky fish. Yeah, so you can like taste it. Oh, actually, man. are we having thought? fish tonight? 
we might. We might have filet fish. Who knows? Mm. So any other thoughts? Um, okay, so acidic, lighter. Usually they're like lighter in body. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're not overpowering. Well, actually, that's a really good one. So they do, they are lighter in body, and very often that has to do with alcohol. And so white oh. wines tend to be a little bit less, in, less alcohol. in alcohol. And so they have a lot of times, you know, body and alcohol are kind of linked together. So because of lower alcohol... And a, a lighter body, it doesn't overpower the fish. That's mm. very good. Okay. Wow. Did and I get an A today? You got an A. There's one so other far? one that I would just add in there is sometimes white wines have a have like crispy fruit flavors oh. like apple or pear okay. or sometimes yeah. pineapple <laughs> or citrus. <laughs> and so they pair well in a flavor sense. Mm-hmm. The flavor profiles. Yeah. Okay. With fish. And also the crispness and the acidity, you know, a lot of times fish is... May or seafood may be served with like butter or cream sauces, and so acidic white wines that that can cut through it. Right, so it's right. really good. So yeah. I'm wondering too, what is it maybe with having like a colder, like white wines usually colder, cooler, mm-hmm. or crisper? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that you know affects. Oh. I don't know if that makes any difference with fish. I don't know if I, I don't. You don't really need I don't, that. I don't know. I just think that a lot of times white wines are served cold because like if if a wine is really oaky, mm-hmm. actually serving it cold really accentuates the oak, oak flavor right. and not the wine flavor. And so sometimes a, a cold can kind of tamp down uh, like some of the fruitiness of a wine. Okay. So, anyway. Okay. So anyway, okay. And then you don't have to memorize all this. You can go to yes, our website. Do. No, memorize you can go to it. our website and look for this episode and look for our show notes. But here are a few wines that go well with fish. You ready? Yes. Sauvignon Blanc, great with shellfish and lighter white fish. Chardonnay, good, it especially like if it's oaked, it can complement rich uh, dishes like crab or lobster or scallops. Mm. Oh. Riesling, which I think is a underrated white wine because sometimes I think people think of it as very sweet, mm-hmm. uh, but it can also go well with spicy dishes. Like we had that Thai curry shrimp at Sud in New York, yes. which was like unbelievable. So good. And a Riesling would have been perfect. Yeah, it would have been that. really nice. In mm-hmm. fact, with that spicy food, it would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. And a Pinot Grigio is really good. Oh, with like, you know, a, a light. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Vermentino is another one. A lot of Italian wines here, but like Vermentino is a really good one with a grilled or a baked fish or mm-hmm. something with a lemony flavor. So, mm-hmm. and then sparkling wine, and we're going to have a sparkling wine tonight, like especially yes. a, a Blanc de Blanc or something, you know, very brute, very, very dry mm-hmm. is a good option for a a fish. Now, here's a question for you. Okay. Do you think you can ever pair red wine with fish? Well, I'm sure you can. Okay. That is the right answer, <laughs> but it depends, right? Okay. Any thoughts about what you might not want to pair with a fish? Probably not like a big cab. You're right. Or Merlot. You yeah. probably want to stick to like a Pinot, I'm thinking. Yeah. So Something he, like that. Yeah. Here's kind of the rule of thumb. If okay. it's a heavy... If it's a heavy tannic, high alcohol, heavily oaked, you know, really dark wine, it's probably not going to go. It's just all you're going to taste is the wine. Right. You're not going to get a taste of the fish. It's not like it's going to be horrible. It's just, well, it might be horrible, but it, it's just not going to pair well. But you're right. Like a Gamay or a mm-hmm. Pinot Noir or mm-hmm. Cabernet Franc, you could think of like lighter red wines or red wines that you can chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. Those are good pairings. And they tend to have like lighter body and, and lighter oak. And so those those compare. So I probably wouldn't. But I don't think you have to say no, never, never a red wine with fish. I right. think if you really are inclined or you really just don't like white wine for whatever reason, because you're crazy, mm-hmm. uh, you can you yeah, can do some you're of these red wines. Nuts. No, no. And it's funny because that's really when I see my dad drink white wine. Yeah. It's almost, the, it's almost the only time really yeah. that he will he have white wine. He would never choose. Wine. 
no, probably he, with anything else. No, I, and I, some of that is food choice, it right? Is, like it really comes sure. down to food choice mm-hmm. because he drinks, you know, red wine, you know, like Sunday night dinner and with like a pasta right. and, and red sauce and meat Roast or something. And, yes. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Like if it's seafood, fish, anything, sure. he is not going to touch a red wine. Exactly. Even though that you're right. That's probably more his wine of choice. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the wines that we chose for this episode. What do you say, Carmela? I'm ready. Okay, so as usual, all the wines that we've chosen for this episode are under $20. How about that? That's awesome. (laughs) And all of these should be easy to find. Okay. And we got, originally we got two of these wines from Costco. You don't have to get them at Costco, but we got them from Costco. Hmm. And as we go- So they're not Kirkland. They're not Kirkland, but we got them at Costco. And as we go through the explanation of each of the wines, like in the when we get to the tasting portion of the episode, we'll also tell you some other places where you can get these wines. And they shouldn't be hard to find. And then again, even if you can't find the these specific wines, like the very specific wines, the type of wine super easy to find. There's okay. none of these the wines that we're going to have tonight are like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to find this wine. They're because very... they wouldn't be on the podcast if they were so challenging to true, find. True, true. Right? But these are wines like you can find anywhere. Oh, good. I think even a, even the sparkling, which is a Cava, I think nowadays oh, wow. you can find anywhere. Okay. And for balance, like I mentioned, we have two still white wines with no bubbles mm-hmm. and then one sparkling white wine. And as we like to say, sparkling wine is good for... Any day of the <laughs> that's, week. That's right. And Don't, really any time of day. Okay, that's right. maybe not. But well, no, any time of day. Aww. I mean, mimosa, come on. Well, sure. Who's kidding sure. who? Well, okay. We, we flew to New York. It was about nine o'clock in the morning. And I, you no, were having sparkling. It wasn't New York. I think it was no, San Francisco. No, but the people around us. Okay, can we just talk for a minute here? <laughs> Let's. Well, that's what we're doing. <laughs> no, that's what we're doing. I just need to speak Is it okay if we mom. talk, people? Okay. Yeah. I just need to get this off my chest. There are a lot of people at like 9 a.m. Oh my God. Who are drinking. It wasn't, you thought I was crazy. When no, I, when I didn't I asked think you for, were crazy, but I was like, really? And I asked for it's a sparkling like wine. Nine, I came out of a can and I was super happy. Okay, but people drink a, like right. several. Okay, two I'm examples. I'm not judging. No, I'm no, not no judging. I'm to judge. Two I'm examples. just like, how can you do that, Okay, people? when we flew back from New York, the the young lady that was sitting next to you, did you notice? Like she from cracked back, open. Back from New York. Yeah, back from New York. She cracked yes. open a sparkling wine and it was Seven o'clock in the morning. And the thing is, is that means that it was okay. Maybe it makes sense because that means it was, like, it was a late night. It, it was, was like, but it was like four a.m. Seattle 4, time. So maybe it meant that she yeah. was just up all night. Yeah. But still, she was showing up in Seattle at ten thirty a.m. and already had like two or three yeah, glasses now, of prosecco. Now that one, it's okay because it is. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> no. Well, it, again, in this, no from, judgment. No, from this perspective, this is a long flight. It's a long flight. Now remember, we we were flying to San Francisco. And it, mm. that's a short flight. That's and like an se- hour and a half other flight. Other person had several glasses. No, she had in the space <laughs> of like an, uh, like forty five minutes. She had three big glasses of wine, and the last one she was like, she "I've got to get this thing down." She guzzled. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Okay, I maybe it was she beautiful. had. She it was a beautiful maybe thing. She was like approaching somebody that she. You <laughs> maybe know, she was nervous. She could <laughs> she exactly. Nervous. She needed to like you she know settle d- down or get her bravery or up, get a little liquid courage. Perhaps she was like maybe it was a first date. Maybe it was the first date. Maybe she was trying to get over know. her fear of no. flying. Okay, we're really, we have really gone Benefit off of the, the doubt. rails, like Benefit you always say. And again, no judgment. I no. for me, no. I find it impressive. I that's like. What I, I just saying. don't even know if I can. I'm jealous. I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know if I if I could function after having all that wine at, and have it be you ten in fall, the morning. You would fall asleep I'd immediately. Be like, <sighs> you and would, I don't even would. snore. I would be like out. You would snore. 
You would snore. Did I what? snore when mm. I drank the wine? No, because I didn't no, fall asleep. Didn't, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm really sorry. But, Woo. Wow. Okay. We have gone on. Okay. So the first wine. Just an observation. Okay. You're right. Right. Okay. So the first wine we're going to drink, Carmela, is a Chardonnay. What? Oh, nice but, job, Jojo. But it is an unoaked Chardonnay okay. from A to Z Wine Works in Oregon. Okay. Oregon, the great state of Oregon, which is just Ooh. south of us here in Seattle. And we believe that A to Z Wines, at least according to our friend ChatGPT, oh, is behind buddy. Costco Kirkland Wines. Okay. Now, unoaked is key. Unoaked, and that's sometimes called naked, a naked wow. Chardonnay. <laughs> now we're really getting personal. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's key because I'm not a huge, and you are not either, a huge oaked Cabernet right. or Chardonnay fan. Right. Now, there are lots of people out there that love a good, buttery, oaked Chardonnay, and God bless you. Right? Absolutely. We or just, happy. you know what? You do you. You do you. You do you. But for us, all we would say is give unoaked Chardonnay a chance. For sure. Whether you like Chardonnay or not, if you like Chardonnay, give it a chance. Well, if we've you had don't, Chardonnays if you... that are unoaked, yeah. I mean that are that are oaked too. Yeah, yeah. we're giving it a chance. We, we give it a chance. It but yeah. I'm just saying, I think most people don't know there are such things as unoaked Chardonnays. By the way, a Chablis is an unoaked Chardonnay, mm-hmm. but an unoaked Chardonnay, I think most people just don't know that that is a thing, mm. and they're becoming more and more prevalent. And I just say, if whether you whether you think you're going to like it or not, I think you should try it because I think you'll be surprised that the taste of an unoaked Chardonnay is really fruity and fresh and pretty light. It's mm-hmm. kind of different than you would expect because the oakiness and the vanilla and those kinds of butteriness in an oak Chardonnay kind of, that's the primary profile when it's an oak Chardonnay, which, which, some people which again, love. some people love it. Yeah. It's totally fine. But it's di- it's a different, it's a really different tasting wine mm. when it's an oak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, and by the way, the one that we're going to drink today is the 2020 vintage, vintage, I can almost say vintage, vintage of A to Z, but the 2018 Unoaked Chardonnay was actually number fifty-eight on Wine Spectator's Top One Hundred. Wow! Did that twenty nineteen? Did that recognition make it out of our price range? No. Oh, no. Okay. No, A to Z is actually, you know, specifically a, an Oregon wine brand that tries to be reasonably priced. So oh. you're going to know pretty much if a you see A to Z. Our, yeah, exactly. They're going. They should be reasonably priced. Yeah, okay. For sure. Um, unless you get them at a restaurant, and then they'll be really expensive for no good reason, other than that's how restaurants make money. It's, exactly. It's fine. Okay. The next wine we're going to drink is a Sauvignon Blanc, okay. and it's from Substance, which is by Charles Smith. Now Charles Smith is a pretty well known winemaker from Washington State. So right here in our backyard and he makes some really good wines one of our favorite wines uh it's kung fu girl riesling Mm. that's a charles smith wine Mm -hmm. substance is charles smith wines kind of value brand but they're very good and i think and they've been recognized for being good value wines so i think they fit really well into the podcast Mm -hmm. and in fact they talk about trying to be the best value-based wine brand i mean that's really they're not trying to hide it they're not trying to say we're trying to be something else we're like no we want to we are a value-based selling point this substance wine Exactly. It's meant to be value priced and we want it to be good. And I think if you've seen the labels, you'd recognize them because the labels are kind of like solid colors and they they look like they have periodic table, you know, like letters on them. We've seen them. We saw one the other day. Mm -hmm. And then what's interesting about the way that Charles Smith makes this wine that I think is unique for a Sauvignon Blanc and kind of a twist on what we were talking about. We're having an unoaked Chardonnay. But this substance, Sauvignon Blanc, they actually put 10% of the wine on French oak. Oh. And they actually put it in barriques, which are smaller. And so that really enhances the taste of the oak. Hmm. And the rest, 90% of it 
of it is in stainless steel, which is usually how a Sauv Blanc would be made. And so it's interesting. I don't, you know, I'm curious. I know we've had this before, but I never, I didn't really research it. And I don't think I really realized that it had a little bit of oak on it. So mm. I'm really interested to see like how much of the oak flavor comes through. Right. Does it, it just add some depth? And some richness to it, or does it really alter the flavor right. from the expected Can way? Can really detect it, or is it, yeah. Yeah, because when you think of a Sauvignon Blanc, what do mm-hmm. you tend to think of for flavors? Well, soft Blancs can be kind of fruity. Yeah, I think of like Pog. Oh, right. Like a more tropical. Tropical yeah, fruit. So I think yeah, I can, yeah, the, the tropical fruit comes through yeah. more than most of the white wines we drink. Uh, for sure. And so yeah. I'm really curious to see if this little bit of oak, like mm-hmm. does something. Does it like kind of, you know, pare that down a little bit or right. something. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I think this could be, well, first of all, it would just be really interesting to taste and think about. Like mm-hmm. how does this, what do we think about it? How does it compare to Sauvignon Blancs that we're used to? And then also what kind of fish might it work with? Yeah. Because because it has a little bit of, of oak, oak in it. Yeah. It might be good for like a hardier, hardier, hardier fish, mm, maybe a, sa- fish. a salmon or Ooh, something like that, right? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So again, and again, I think it's interesting that we're having an unoaked Chardonnay and a Sauvignon Blanc with a little oak in it because mm. it's not super common. Mm-mm. And the last wine we're going to drink is one that we've had many times okay. and that we really like a lot. It's called Juve and Comps Reserva de Familia Cava Gran Reserva Brut Nature 2017. Woo! So now there are a few things in that long name that are significant and I'll just go through them really quick. The first is Cava. Okay. Mm. Cava is a sparkling wine that comes from specifically designated areas in Spain. It's made similar to a champagne, mm. but it does not have the same grapes as a champagne. So there they can so there's again some similarities. It's gonna have some similarities because it's made in a similar way, but the grapes are different. So mm. that's that's mm-hmm. so that's one. Yummy. The second is it's brute nature. So or nature, mm-hmm. it looks like brute nature. So brute means dry, mm-hmm. right? This is always confusing. Dry and a spark. If you see dry and a sparkling wine label, it means it's sweet. If you see brute, it means it's dry. Brute nature, or nat- however you say it, means there's no sugar or sweet wine added in the second fermentation. Because oh, wow. a lot of times in a champagne, when they're making it, or a champagne style wine, mm-hmm. they ferment it a second time. And when they do that, they may put a little sugar or a little sweet wine into it or, you know. And they don't do that with with Brut Nature. So it's very dry. Super dry. Super Mm -hmm. dry. The third thing that's interesting about the title is it has a year in it. Because most of the time, sparkling wines do not have a vintage. Mm. And that's because what they do a lot of times is they will take some wine from a previous year or previous years and mix it with the latest batch of the sparkling wine. That's just what they do. But... If they number the year, if they give the vintage, like especially in Champagne, but I'm thinking the same thing here, it usually means it's a very special year and they want nothing but that, those grapes in the wine. Okay. So this is all 2017 grapes. Yeah. So if you you see a vintage sparkling wine, it usually should be better. It it should be considered a better version of it. Oh, that's so cool. That's exciting. Yeah. And then the last one is that it has Reserva. In, I was like, can we have a fourth one? Yeah. I see, yeah. Reserva, and that usually means that it's aged longer. And in okay. this case, now a lot of times champagnes are aged for a couple of years or sparkling wines that are made in the champagne method. Mm-hmm. This one is aged for 36 months. Wow. So that's a long three years. That's amazing. It's aged three years yeah. before they, they sell it. My goodness. So that's a long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to so try old. this. It's this like is, an, it's like, sounds oh. really special. Yeah, and it was under $20? Under $20. Under $20. It's, it's really, and it's really one of my favorites uh, of sparkling wines. It's, it's really good. Mm. I'm, I shouldn't bias it ahead of time. 
but like, I know wait. you like it. Okay. But wait until we taste it, and right. then you can hear what we think. Gosh, give yeah. us a break. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah, we don't want them to tune out. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so, again, three different wines. Uh, although they're all white, they're three different wines, three different styles, three different sets of grapes. And so I think this would be really fun, a good way to see if maybe we think they pair better with different types of fish or seafood. So what do you say we get to it? I'm, I am have been waiting, buddy. Okay. <laughs> buddy. Okay. <laughs> no. Hi, buddy. Okay. We're going to take a break and we're going to try our first wine. Okay. Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our first wine and I will uh, talk about it while you smell it, Carmela. Okay. The first wine is the A to Z Unoaked Oregon Chardonnay. The the It's from Oregon, Not doesn't say exactly where in Oregon. It's the producer's A to Z Wineworks. This is a 2020. It was $12.47 at wa- total wine, total mm. wine. It's uh, 13% alcohol and as far as I know, 100% Chardonnay. So oh. what are you smelling? Oh, it's it's very nice. Smells very nice. It kind of smells effervescent, mm-hmm. if that's a thing. If something smells that way, um, I'm getting a little bit of apple, but like a little bit of spice on it too. Mm-hmm. A little Are you spice. Getting a, a little bit of spice. What else? I keep thinking I'm smelling banana. Oh my gosh, you might be. Do you smell a little banana? There is something a little creamy about it mm-hmm. still, so, mm-hmm. and know. a little bit of tropical, tropical fruity maybe. Hmm. But I, I'm getting a little bit of like banana. Yeah, I feel like banana. I like that. I think you're right. <laughs> Has a little bit of a creamy, sweeter smell on it. Mm-hmm. Should we try it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. Mmm, it's fruity. But you know, it, yeah. you're right. It has a richness to it. Yeah, it has. Um, it does have some spiciness to no, it. Sp- and there's, it's definitely. It doesn't have the oak. No. But there is a lot of flavor. There's body in this yes. wine, too. There's yeah. body. I, I'm thinking a little bit like apple pie. Like an ooh, apple, ooh. you know, like the... With in, the crust, even. Mm, yeah, a no, I could bit. see that. But I was thinking yeah. more like the, you know, apple pie and oh, cinnamon and sugar oh, kind of together. Yeah. Okay, the filling more yeah. than the crust. More yeah. the filling. Mm-hmm. I don't, what, are you, what are you tasting, Carmelita? Mm. <laughs> wow. What? Carmelita. Every once in a while, you just have to <laughs> throw that out there. Especially when I'm drinking um, like Carmelita. That's weird. Okay, can we just okay. say? Okay, I'm sorry. Can we just oh, say what? this is a total tangent? We were in New York and we were at this like hotel, right? Yeah. And New York is expensive, but I think it's gotten really expensive. We had two glasses of wine, and it was fifty dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Another just little. And it wasn't like we got like you know Dom Perignon. It was very odd for yeah. the wine pair to be spending fifty dollars on two glasses. glasses of wine. We would hardly spend fifty dollars. They on weren't three even like bottles. generous pours no, either. They no. were just okay. Anyway. So I, I'm kind of getting behind that whole apple pie filling because I do feel like there's a, a richness, a sweetness behind this wine. Yeah. You know? Are you, are you getting any of that banana? I, I'm getting, uh, before I let you answer, I'm I'm getting a little bit of citrus. But you know what I kind of taste is, you know when you have a ban- like an underripe banana? Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of that taste. And kind of sticks tangy. in your mouth. It's a little yeah. bit, like it does sort of linger, not in a bad yeah. way, but it does, like with that, what you're talking about, yeah. it does kind of, you know, sticks around for a little while. Yeah. And you know, like a banana that's underripe, not, you know, like if it's fully ripe, it's very sweet. Right. But if it's underripe, it's a little tang it to it. It has a little bit of, which I almost prefer. I know you do. I don't. I like them real sweet. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Brown. Ooh, no, you no, don't. Brown. But no. I did like them with a little bit of like freckles. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, okay. This, this, is, this is tasty. What kind of fish are you? would you have with this? Um, I would have, 
um I think this would go well with spicy food. So I think like that Thai, mm. that Thai shrimp that we had would be really good. I think fried like um, like a tempura, like a shrimp tempura yes. would be really yeah. good. I could even see like a chipino with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's oh, a little bit of okay. a, you know, kind of a red sort of soupy mm-hmm. sauce, but the it has that little bit of spice on it. I mean, it's not a very, very thick tomato sauce. No. It's pretty thin and light in comparison, but it has that little bit of spice to it. You're making me think of this too. Last night at dinner, I went out to dinner with work mm-hmm. and uh, we had ceviche. Oh. And so I think oh. that little bit of spiciness, you're right. Like I'm kind of thinking a little bit of spice would go really well yes. with this wine. Yeah. I also think that this could be good with like sushi. Oh, I think it would be really good with, with sushi. With a little bit of I think wasabi. You're right. Like mm-hmm. a little, I think it But that spiciness, that. I think yeah. a little spiciness, mm-hmm. a little saltiness, I think it would be really nice. Really, really good. I mean, I think you could, do, you eat more like flaky kind of fish, like a baked fish. Would you have that or well, just too say, strong? Well, I have this is pretty strong yeah. for that. Yeah, I don't know if I would have just like, if I was going to have a piece of halibut. Mm-hmm. I don't just know. Just for the halibut? Just for the halibut, if I mm-hmm. had halibut. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it would complement so it funny. as well. Oh, compliment the fish. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Hi, fish. I really, I think your look is pleasant. Oh, oh. I like your fins. <laughs> exactly. Compliment. No, compliment not the compliment fish. Compliment the fish in that way. I'm going to, next time I see a fish, I'm going to say, compliment. Hey, I'm gonna Here's compliment. some wine to compliment you mm-hmm. because wine always. You, you are know, quite a handsome good. fish, <laughs> fellow. Okay. No, but I don't fish think. Fish fellow. A fish fellow. Why does it have to be a fellow? I don't. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't have to be. Okay. What's okay. wrong with it being a fellow? It can be a fellow. I don't How do you mind. know if a fish is a fellow or not? I don't know. I don't want I don't to talk about it. I don't think you can. I don't even know <laughs> okay. if that's a thing. I, I mean, it must of be. Of course but... it's a thing. <laughs> All I know is when my brother cleans fish, oftentimes there are eggs in it. And You're... that will tell you. That's probably a female. A female. Yeah. True. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm not sure I would order this if I was having, or like pour this if I was having a lighter flakier okay, fish. Okay, fair enough. Fish tacos? Fried for sure. Um, if there was a little bit of spice on it, I think right, it would do well. Or a fried fish taco or something, maybe. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. All right. Mm. Well, let's rate this wine. Okay. So as a reminder on our rating scale, our friends out there, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10, and 7 and above means that we'd buy it. It's good. This is a good wine. We're going to buy it. Okay. And a 4 below means, hey, no, 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 not going to buy it. We're going to pour it down the sink. And a 5 or 6 means we'll drink it. You know, it's drink. It's drinkable, but we're probably not going to buy it. Like, it's not bad, but we're probably not going to buy it. And maybe if there was something better, we'd we'd choose it. Okay. So what rating would you give this wine? So I may be kind of, you know, being a little hard on this wine, but I think I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Only because there are so many white wines that I love, and I just don't know in a lineup if if this is the one I'm going to choose. Yeah. So for now, I'm giving it a six. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you. So here's the deal. Again, like, that sounds like a bad score, but six minutes, like, I'm going to drink it. Right. I think there were other unoaked, like I'd get a Chablis first. I think we have some Chablis that I like. I think it's nice. It's a nice wine. Yes. I'm probably bagging on it a little bit too much. It at all. No, if somebody served me this, I'd be totally happy. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no problem. I'm going to drink this. Somebody brought it like to the table. I'm like, great, let's have it. Like, uh-huh. let's drink it. I'm not sure I'd buy it, but I like it. Okay. So, which what is funny it? because I did buy it. True. So, I'm giving it a six as yeah, well. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, you know why I bought it? I, d- I did buy it because I'm a jerk and I wanted to have a Chardonnay, but I didn't want to have an oaked Chardonnay. Well, I just think we would just... So for people who like Chardonnay, I wanted to kind of... Oh, wow. Kind of support them, but not. Okay. I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. You're not a jerk. 
you're, but I do, I get your point because you didn't also don't want to choose something you're, re, we know that I won't that's drink. not in our taste profile. Yeah, that so. I'm not going to drink. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a break and clean out our glasses and we're going to try our next wine. Okay. Okay. We are back and we're ready to try our next wine. So this is the Substance Savignon Blanc. This is from Washington, the Columbia Valley of Washington. It's Substance by Charles Smith Wines. Uh, this is a 2021. It's $13.99. Uh, you can get it at wine.com at that price. 13% alcohol, 100% Sauvignon Blanc. So let's see what we're smelling. Wow. It's really different. It's, I mean, the first It does not whiff, seem like a Sauvignon Blanc. No. And it is, the first whiff is that definite gasoline mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought when we gave it a good swirl, it would come out. But no, it is. I actually think you shouldn't swirl. Ooh, I, I mean, that I or glue smell, or yeah, what yeah. do you think? No, I, I definitely smell that. A gluey, you know, a Riesling sometimes will have that, like an right, Alsace right, Riesling right. will sometimes have that smell. But I am smelling tropical fruit. Really? I am. Really. This is one of those things. I hate to say it. You're not sure you should put it in your body? Right. I'm a little hesitant. You know, it's almost, okay, this is going to sound really random. Hmm. It almost smells a little durian-like. Durian is that weird mm-hmm. fruit that kind of oh has God. a gasoline kind of smell. Yes. Kind of yes. smells like durian to me. So weird. if you're a big durian fan, you might like this. You might like really this. like it. Oh, that's really true, Joe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I kind of want to just taste it because get I'm not getting a lot. Else, maybe yeah. some flour, but like not like a stinky flour. Maybe there's like, this is really random. Floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but what? Maybe a little bit of fig. Is that random? Okay, no. I don't know. I don't think that's don't, random that at all. That just kind of just jumped out at me, but... No, I like fig. Yeah, I don't I think know. that's I a know. good... What, like kiwi at all or no? Maybe. Fig? Yeah, kiwi's pretty I different. Like but for But like, because there's a little bit of like richness on like it. Fig. like a Like a like a real, okay. re- really ripe fig. Yeah, I like it. Okay, let's know. try it. Let's try it. Okay. It kind of tastes different. It's more lemony. Right. Definitely citrusy. Mm-hmm. Lots of citrus notes on the... But taste. it's pithy, pithy. Yeah. A lot of pith. And a lot of, like, um, it's sticking. Yeah. What do you call that for a white wine? Well, it's going to have tannin. I mean, yeah. it's, it's oaked. Well, it's oaked. Yeah. So it's going to have some tannin. Well, and this is it. the one with that bit of oak. A little, little bit of oak. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's got mm-hmm. a little oak on it. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's it's like citrus, but like bitter citrus. Mm-hmm. It's not quite, but it's not quite grapefruit tasting. It's more like a bitter lemony taste yes. or bitter lime. Yeah. Maybe it's a bitter lime. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it definitely has that bitterness, tanginess, citrusy notes. I'm not getting a lot of floral on it Mm-mm. in the taste at all. Mm-mm. And I'm not getting that glue taste either. No, and I feel like the scent has mellowed out a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. when you're putting your nose in it to drink it. It yeah. doesn't have a quite, it's not as, it was almost offensive at first yeah. and it settled down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm getting wow. stone. I'm getting stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm getting some some rock on hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Are you tasting any oakiness, like any vanilla, sugary, anything mm-hmm. like that? Are you? Like a burnt sugar at all? I'm almost wondering if there's a little like flan, like a little burnt sugary kind of taste on there. Maybe. Yeah, like a little cream caramel. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, when they like burn sugar. Yes. I think yes. maybe a little bit of that taste to it. A little bit. That crusty, burned mm. sugar kind of taste. Am I crazy? No, oh. oh, but it does definitely have that gasoline. I was thinking it was going away. It's it's here to stay. It's really, it's really acidic. I don't know what I would eat with this. It's actually. super lemony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, we haven't even gotten there. I think it would go okay. Actually, I think it would be, go okay with fish. 
I do. It's so tangy. Again, this could stand up to a pretty rich fish. You Hmm. could, I think, why? Do you think it's more of a, I don't know. It's It's so citrusy. I don't know. Like, do you, well, I guess I don't eat a lot of rich fish. So salmon. So maybe salmon is Um, a good choice. Like maybe an, like a cedar plank salmon. You know, they do that. I think you could. I also feel like shellfish would be good with it. Mm -hmm. Even like a Oysters. buttery. Oysters. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. I know, but I just wonder if maybe, that would be good. Maybe, maybe. I think a buttery sauce, like if yeah. you are doing yeah. some like a, like a so. uh, an orange roughy fish, yeah. Ooh, you know? I don't and know then, what that sounds oh, like delicious. a terrible fish. But yeah. <laughs> mean. It sounds mean. That's a mean fish, the orange <laughs> yeah. roughy. But a lot of like times it'll I kind feel of like punch you in you, the face. Or like a like lobster. I know that doesn't really like it doesn't make sense. Rock lobster. Okay. Wow, wow. Uh, lobster. But I You like lobster. We haven't had lobster in a long time. Have you ever had lobster? I don't think I've ever. <laughs> I no, like, I think I've had like lobster rolls or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Ooh, a little lobster tail. Mm. Oh, well, do you think that would go well Dip with it this? In butter? butter? I think so. Butter? I yeah. think you need to have, you know. Hmm. Okay. Not sure these are the, this wine is a really one that I would go to for like fish. Fish. Okay. Interesting. Because hmm. the Sauv Blanc in general totally would. I mean, I love. It's lo- so tangy. It's super tangy. If you like a tangy wine, this is your wine. Oh. But you know what's interesting? It's pretty different from the Chardonnay. It's not a, It's not very smooth. Mm, no, it's not. It's not. It's sharp edges. Yeah, sharp edges on it. Okay, but well, let's let's rate it. What rating would you give this wine? Well, okay. I think I'm probably gonna give it a six. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm giving it a five. Okay. Like, okay. It's okay not so maybe like, I was. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not pouring it down the sink. That's no. for sure. I would drink it. I would drink it. You serve this to me, I'm fine. Like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to drink it. I'll be happy. Yeah. There's something else I might look for, something else. Down the road. Yeah, like but I'm not going to be like, two. yeah, but I'm not going to be like, oops, I accidentally left that wine yeah. glass on the table. Shoot. I don't know who that is. I dumped who's, it over by accident. Whose wine is that Darn on the it. table? I don't know. I've never seen it before. <laughs> Isn't that your name on it? No, no. I don't know what I you're talking about. I think this is yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you were drinking out of it. Carmela, was I this your did. wine? <laughs> I don't, not my wine. Um, no, so, but I, I, five. Is a five. Okay. Is I mean, a five. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm now I'm thinking about the other one. I, I, I think I, right now, I think I prefer the first oh, one to Oh, I do this. too. I do too. But I'm, I'll give it a six for now. Okay. I like it. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break and we are going to try our last one. Okay. We are back and we are ready to try our last one. And this is the Juve Camps Reserva de la Familia Cava Gran Reserva Brut Natura 2017. My goodness. And it's from Spain. It's from San Sadurni Danoya. I don't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. The producer is Juve and Camps. It's a 2017. As I said, this was $18 at a wine shop, online wine shop called Wine Access that I really like. Mm. 12% alcohol. The grapes, I'm going to screw this up. Macabeo, Jarelo, and Parayeda. My goodness. And wine enthusiasts actually gave this an 88, which nice. is, you know, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting score. But what are you smelling? So I'm getting so, like an apple cider. Yeah, spicy mm-hmm. apple. Spicy mm-hmm. apple. I guess spicy. Cinnamon. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though I do think it does have a little bit of pear on it, too. Yes, I agree. You know, just like a little bit of... But it's cidery, very yes. cidery. Yeah, I'm it getting, almost smells like a Martinelli's. You know, I agree. That's what but I was thinking. But it's spicier. It almost has a peach on it too. A little bit, yeah. A little bit of that stone fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can. I can smell that. But spicy, very I nice, think spicy, and oh, not a lot of toast. Like it doesn't have that. Actually, it doesn't. No, a little more fruity than not. I'm mm-hmm. interested. Should we? Try yeah, let's try it. Mm-hmm. it? Okay. 
Mm. It's so good. So good. It's really, it's apple cidery. Yeah. Very apple cidery. Mm -hmm. Really nice and dry. It is. It's just like juice. (laughs) But it's got, you know, it's got a little bit of like, it's got some body, some depth to it. It's Mm -hmm. got a little bit of richness to it. It does. It's not like totally clean. No. It's definitely an experienced wine. Like it's nice. And I can taste some bread. I can taste some bread on it. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's a little apple turnover-y. Ooh. Like this one is apple pie with the crust. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And the smell is a little bit different. You, it almost like masks it a little bit. That fruitiness kind of comes through a little stronger. Mm-hmm. But the taste, you are getting that, the full meal deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's rich. It's good. Mm-hmm. It almost has a little bit of stone or bitterness on the back. Mm-hmm. Like some mm-hmm. like citrusy as well. Mm. Ooh, I like it. I really like it. It's really good. So what food would you have? So interesting because all three of these they're wines different. are so different. Yeah. And they're all like a more of a medium to fuller bodied white wine. You're than right. we typically like You're right. some of the white wines we drink are very subtle mm-hmm. and they don't they're not knocking you in the face. These are definitely like wine experiences. Yeah. I feel like. For sure. So um I think I would do a lot of different. I would do just like a any, nice like fish. almost any fish. Yeah, I think it can. I think it would pair really nicely. I mean, mm-hmm. I could definitely see with this having a nice piece of halibut, mm-hmm. or just for the halibut. Yeah, or like something or an flaky, egg. an egg, or an egg. If you're Joe Melee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who's that? I don't know. Our identities have been peeled away. Um, oh no, no. Um, I actually was thinking with this one. Because it's meatless Friday, mm-hmm. like a pizza bianco, like or a white oh. cream, like a cream sauce pasta that doesn't have meat in it, oh, or, or like, actually yeah, like a fettuccine, like a like a really light alfredo. Fettuccine alfredo would be really good. Oh. And actually, I was thinking like a and with the even with the the other two wines, like a, a spaghetti con bongole, like with clams, oh, spaghetti my with clams. Goodness, really this good. would be really nice. With I think that. so too. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. It's a different. It is like kava sometimes can be a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. This one's got richness. Yeah, to it, it does. It depth, really. Depth. I wonder if because like it is me, that deep. Wow, richness, rich and deep, deep. You know, like 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 Chris Helmsworth. No. Complex. Oh, you're so complex. No, I have a complex. This you have a complex. Yeah, because you're so complex. complex. That's right. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? I have this? no, none, <laughs> hold on. no idea. No. Um, wait. Citrusy. I'm getting a lot of citrus now. Yeah. Yeah. You're like. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I've lost my words. Peach. Anyway, I'm getting a little peach. Yeah, too. it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. I was excited about this all. Oh, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. All day. Although I didn't know about it. <laughs> I know. You were like, we, we were starting it. You're like, what are okay. we doing today? I, the thing is, is yeah. I was excited for the podcast, Tandy, all day long. Oh, it was such a lie. Okay. <laughs> no. what, what rating would you give this wine? Okay. I'm giving this an absolute, I mean, like a really strong eight. Okay. I am too. I'm giving it an eight. I love this wine. I, love I think it. it's good. Mm-hmm. And then which one are you finishing tonight? I think we're fighting I, over the... Yes. We're having the kava. That's right. Okay, so let's talk about the taste profiles that we would expect from these three wines. So let's start with the unoaked Chardonnay. Okay. A typical Chardonnay, unoaked, a lemon, green apple, floral, pear, mineral, chalk. Okay. Also lime, pineapple, saline, shell, and almond. Oh. Do we get any of those? Um, A few. Wine Spectator said of the 2018... Vibrant with plush fruit, offering medium weight lemon and quince. Oh. Quince is like a tart apple. 
Okay. And wine enthusiast. Funny, I think we are getting a little more cream on this. Yeah. Wine enthusiast says citrus zest, green apple, lemongrass, and bracing minerality. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So Sauvignon Blanc. Wine Folly says gooseberry, which is what the heck? A tar- like a tart apple as okay. well. Uh, honeydew, white peach, grapefruit, and passion fruit. Wow. Well, you, we did have the tropical fruit, but no, not one mention of gasoline. Okay. Uh, the winery says, no, you're right. The winery mm-hmm. says this. This is interesting. Grapefruit, fresh okay. cut grass. Okay, but you were- With a lawnmower. Like okay. the lawnmower fresh cut okay, grass. Okay, right. But like you were getting a lot of pith. Yeah, lemongrass, lemongrass. Yeah. And you the grapefruit. And they also said flint, start you on the journey. So flint is like, ah. yeah. And then an outburst of fresh pine needles and mountain wildflowers and lime leaf. Interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Hmm. Here you go. And the kava from a group called Sparkling Winos, Lemon Lime, Quince, Almond, and Tart Apple. Okay. And secondary often include brioche, fig, and chalky minerality. Wine enthusiasts said aromas of flower blossoms, honey, and green melon. Briny apple flavors turn slightly bitter. Hmm. So we got that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Evokes, winery says, evokes notes of ripe white fruits with hints of fennel. Toast and citrus. Creamy mousse. So there you go. Interesting. Creamy. Yeah, we got yes, creamy mousse. Yes, for body. sure. How'd we do? We did okay? We did okay, yeah. Not, not great. And interesting. No, it's just so interesting what different people take from a wine different or, or wines, find yeah. out mm-hmm. about a wine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Interesting for sure. Yeah. No, I think we did okay. Yeah. It's not a competition, Carmela. Hey, we won. I don't know about we you. We win. We won. We always win. We always win. You yeah. know why? Because we get to drink wine together. And we get to have fun doing it. We do. And compliment my complex. Okay, exactly. here we go. All right. So we I just like w- your complex, honey. Thanks. Well, you married it. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, it's a long life. Don't okay. Me. I yeah. mean- so we want to just say again, thank you so very much for listening to us and for supporting us. And so if you haven't done so yet, you know, now's the time to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode because right. we'd want to miss an episode. And we would love it if you would also leave us a nice rating review on our website or on Apple Podcasts or other podcast service as a free way to support us and help us grow listeners. And we'd also love to hear from you so you can reach out to us. I said something. I got in trouble for it. Okay, so you can reach out to us on our website at thewinepairpodcast.com or you can email us at Joe, not, not my last name, Joe at thewinefairpodcast.com. And you can follow us on Instagram and Counter Social and Fountain. And and there you go. And we'd also love it if you DM us and ask us why we're laughing. We'll tell you. Uh, we won't tell you, you over. Yes, I will. I will. Okay. I, I'm not got no, nothing to hide. Okay. And tell your friends and your family and your loved ones and the your mom and your good Catholics in your life. Tell right. them all about the right. Wine Fair Podcast. You know, fish fillets or fish, fish witches. Witches or- all the time. Time. Mm-hmm. Yes, a filet of fishes. She's never oh. said the name right, oh. actually. What did I say? Fish fillets. Fillet. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Look, it's a fish witch to me. That's right. So thank you, and we'll see you next time. And as we like to say, life is short, so stop drinking shitty wine. Bye bye. Bye bye. I was thinking too much.